Here are some of the biggest questions that you should be asking yourself. Have you found what your passion is in this life? If the answer is no, what would it look like to live a fully passionate life? If you have, what are your next goals surrounding your ventures? Do you know how you want to take your passion to the next level? That's what this passion podcast is all about. My name is Drew Ross and I'm a certified life coach who helps individuals find their passion and turn it into valuable profitability. Interested in getting out of a rut and into a new routine? I'm your guy and let me show you how. Welcome back to the Better You Love Drew podcast. This is episode number 34, Freaking Out, Doing It Anyways, and Building Character. Hello from Phoenix, Arizona, everyone. I, for whatever reason, tend to attend a lot of conferences in Phoenix. Or most recently, they've been in this neck of the woods. So if you know me, you know I'm an East Coast boy at heart. Professionally, a lot of what I tend to dabble in is out towards the West Coast. So I'm learning to love the West Coast. I'm open to exploring the West Coast more. If you're listening to this and you host or sponsor coaching conferences, Chicago is an amazing place to do so, FYI. Planes, trains, and automobiles appear to be an element of doing what I love to do, so onward is the attitude. But I'm here this week because Alex Hermosi, among other top coaches, will be hosting a coaching conference. I actually stumbled across this event via a digital ad on my iPhone. A lot of what I saw, I enjoyed. So what I knew when I got served this ad was that the copy resonated with me on the listing, and a lot of what Alex Ramosi has to say on his many platforms resonates with me as well. So I bought the conference ticket, I booked the flight, and I'm just off to make relationships with like-minded and potentially not like-minded individuals. No biggie, right? Wrong. (laughs) So freaking out, doing it anyways, and building characters is a message to those people who might hold back from living their fullest potential because of brain chatter that causes self-doubt, fear, and lack of confidence. You're human, so I would just plan to have this be a naturally reoccurring theme of your life and not something that will entirely subside. The point of this episode is to not totally get rid of that chatter. It's how to operate better with it. However, there are elements of it that can be managed and allowed that won't stop you from taking big action. Also, as a side note, I noticed while traveling out here that the question of, I don't know what I want to do with my life, has totally been erased from me recently, or it's been asked far less frequently. I actually can't remember the last time I asked myself this, and it's just like an interesting thought that I had. I pursue goals in my personal life and my professional life, but it's almost like the creative state that I'm currently in has removed that aspect from my brain, which is honestly awesome because all the time I spent ruminating on that thought alone can now be freed up on how to build better relationships and a better business. This aspect will be tied into the building character portion of the episode. So let's set the scene. I was on a coaching call earlier this week talking with someone about finding work-life balance. Not entirely in love with the idea of work-life balance because finding balance, in my opinion, isn't something that exists entirely. Like when I hear the term work-life balance, I actually think about walking a tightrope, which isn't the easiest thing to attempt or envision. However, he was mentioning he's having trouble totally unplugging when logging out of work. 
When 5 p.m. hits, the laptop is shut. It's family time in the house, but the brain is still mentally at the desk. Literally, though, like the laptop is shut, the phone is silenced, the office door is shut, but there's this large noise that's going off, and it's in the brain. So it's saying things like, go back to work, the supervisor just emailed, get back to them immediately. And to an extreme level, it might sound like if you don't get back to work, you might not be viewed as a high performer or worse, fired. So these are the thoughts that I'm inviting into the space. They weren't exact words that were said, but this is just to illustrate the example of what might be going on. What's happening here is that downtime from work has turned into a back and forth in the brain about how all will go to hell if the emails, pings, and responses aren't taken off immediately. As a result, downtime is no longer downtime. Family time no longer has a larger focus and relationship building has been hit with a big wrench of distraction. So the offering on this to let the brain chatter happen and enjoy that downtime anyways. Let it absolutely exist and don't try and remove it. Let your brain tell you that you'll get fired if you don't respond and then still spend quality time with your friends, partner, or family. And the overall lesson is let your brain play out the worst case scenario and then do the things that you want to do anyways. Because in that moment, nothing has gone wrong. Your brain's just making you believe that something has. And at the root of this downward brain spiral is an element of who you are. It's filled with answers, and it also just needs to have a moment. Let your brain have that moment. This right here is where you process your thinking, you process your emotions, and then you build muscle to not let your brain keep you from doing exactly what it is that you want to do. It's like when you're driving and you decide to go through a yellow light. Like right before it turns red, your brain's saying, don't do it. You're going to get a ticket. This is dangerous. So through the yellow light, you go. You're speeding through this light because being on time is important to you. When you tell your friends you'll be there, you'll be there. And you like to commit to your word. This is why you're running through the yellow light. So live life in that yellow light energy as safely as possible. A current example that I'm working through right now is that I'm about to enter into a room full of hundreds of people by myself at this conference in Phoenix. And when I get an opportunity to go into a room with big names, I always take the opportunity to ask questions and get coached by them because their services are quite expensive, but they're here offering them for free. And I have no idea what could be on the other side of a connection, conversation, or email exchange. When I start chatting with people by myself, or get ready to step onto the mic in front of an audience to ask a question, my brain tends to tweak out. Well, not tends, like it literally does tweak out. Thoughts are flying in and out of what could go wrong. Emotions are flying around and palms are sweating. And every step of the way, my brain is telling me to not do it. But here's the thing. It can tell me that all day and I don't have to listen to it. I'm capable of having meaningful conversations and discussions while feeling nervous. I'm able to talk about what I do and why I do it, even when the elements of anxiety are thrown into the mix. And so can you. My brain can say that I might publicly humiliate myself in front of a ton of people when I'm on the mic. And the worst that would happen is that I experience an emotion, which is totally harmless, by the way. And the more I allow all of that to happen, and I do it anyways, the more I learn to process and not listen to the potential falsehoods that my brain has to offer. The more I'm willing to build a muscle of doing the things that I need to do no matter what, 
the more I'm willing to do what it takes to do big and scary things. And the more that I'm able to step into the creative and scary moments that help me remember why I'm doing this in the first place, which totally eradicates the question or the thought, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Allow yourself to be human. Have moments where your brain is going to freak out a bit when you're doing something outside of your comfort zone, and then build the muscle of making this a normal pattern of your behavior. Building the muscle for speaking to a stranger then leads to speaking up in a team meeting, which then leads to asking questions to a larger audience, which then leads to I'm about to find out. Freak out, do it anyways, build your authentic and bold character, and let me know how it goes. See you next week. In what ways are you tapping into the best version of yourself on a daily basis? Maybe you've been following me since the beginning, or maybe this is your first ever Better You Love Drew podcast episode. Regardless, if you like what you hear on the podcast and want to take this information and apply it to your life today, that's what I'm here for. Working with a life coach helps make your already amazing life even more amazing. It's possible to set up really big goals and achieve them. And it's possible to change the way you are currently operating to show up daily for a life that you're absolutely obsessed with. And it's also a lot easier than you might think. Instead of thinking success like that happens to other people, let me show you how you can do it for yourself. Book a consultation with me via Instagram at Drew Ross Coaching. You can also do it via my website, DrewRossCoaching.com, or by sending me an email, DrewRossCoaching at gmail.com. The time is now and you are ready, I promise you. See you in the consultation.